15 habits of self-made millionaires and billionaires. Some of these will surprise you, but I'm going to start by arguing with myself. <laughs> Before I share the 15 habits, common habits of self-made millionaires and billionaires, there's actually no such thing, no such thing as self-made. I'll come back to that in a moment. But I've been studying millionaires and billionaires for 15 years. So you could have one common habit a year here. I got myself out of 50,000 pounds worth of debt uh, in my 20s. I made my first 100 grand a year later. My first millionaire before age 31. Really pissed me off because I wanted to be a millionaire before 30. Then I became a decamillionaire. Then I stopped counting. We've done more than I think 150 million in information-based revenue. So, you know, I say this with experience. I've written the book Money, which the second biggest publisher who publishes the book uh, says is the best-selling book on money in the UK since it was written. I also have a money podcast that this episode is on um, with nearly 200 episodes. So why am I, I'm not saying that to brag. These are just facts. I'm telling you this because a lot of people say, oh, I have it's a millionaire, it's a billionaire, how to become a millionaire, but I don't fuck all. And they're skin and they haven't got the credibility. So I wanted to let you, you know that. Okay, right. So I, 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 I disagreed with myself at the start by saying there's no such thing as self-made. So the title of this is 15 Habits of Self-Made Millionaires and Billionaires. But there is no such thing as self-made. So I would define self-made as someone who didn't get given a million pounds by mummy and daddy. That's the only way I would define self-made because other people define self-made as I never had any money. No one helped me. I did it all myself. That's actually not true. That is not true. Everyone has staff, customers, PAs, VAs, outsourcers, partners, collaborators, you name it. Every single millionaire and billionaire has built a team and has relied on other people and is not self-made. And that's important to say because actually that might come out in some of the commonalities, but I just needed to bust that myth of self-made. So I'm now going to share with you 15 traits and habits in with, with 15 years of research from myself of millionaires and billionaires. I'll list a few, I'll save a few, I'll detail, I'll detail them all. So curiosity is definitely one. Full responsibility is two. Um, four is energy. Six is consistency and persistence. Eight is serving vast numbers of people. Eleven is how to make a profit. Managing your emotions. Accepting criticism. Building multiple income streams. It's all coming. Here we go. Straight in. I'm going to list all 15. Okay, so the first is curiosity. Now, I've interviewed 15 billionaires with a buh, uh, and soon enough, there's going to be the world's first trillionaire with a tr. And every single billionaire I have met asks more questions than they give answers and listens more than they talk. Um, I've become friends with um, a few billionaires. One of them in particular, whenever I meet him before a podcast or before we go out for lunch, he's always asking me so many questions, questions about podcasting, questions about social media. He's actually in traditional media uh, and, and he's very big, but he's always asking me questions. Every billionaire and multimillionaire millionaire knows that no question is stupid and they can learn from everyone. But what do more skinned people think? Well, I better not ask that. That's a stupid question. I'm going to look stupid. And I can't learn from that person. They don't know shit. But billionaires and millionaires know that no question is stupid and that they can learn from anyone. So uh, even people who are not yet where you want to be, you can learn something from. Okay, the second habit and trait of millionaires and billionaires is full and final responsibility. Now, some people don't like this. 
I, in my disruptive entrepreneur community, by the way, I hope you're in that community. If, I, if you see me looking down, it's because I'm looking at my, I'm looking at my millions of podcast listeners across the world, but I'm actually only just looking at my Zoom H1. Come on! Um, I, you, you should be in the disruptive entrepreneur community where all my listeners um, frequent and discuss, but there's a few haters of mine in there. I don't know what the fuck they're doing in there. If you hate me, why are you in my group? But I posted saying, everything is your fault. Read that again. And it pissed off some people and they got triggered. Oh, a pandemic is not my fault. What, you know, what about if you get screwed over by someone? And of course, even more extreme examples. And they didn't, they didn't get it. The fact is, everything that could be your fault, if you take full responsibility for it, you can change it. But everything that even isn't your fault, like the weather or the pandemic or something that happens in your industry or the recession or the economy, if you blame someone else, you can't control it. So even if it's not your fault, but you take full responsibility for your decisions and actions, then you can change it. Every billionaire and millionaire, every single one I've ever met, even when it's not their fault, they make it their fault. They don't take, they don't give the blame, they take the responsibility. And this is really important. Now, we've got to have a little bit of a moment before we're taking responsibility where we're trying to blame everyone or why me or whatever. And everyone's allowed a little moment. But on the whole, they take full, final and personal responsibility. Uh, they, they own everything, even if it's um, on someone else. The third trait are trends and early market movements. Jeff Bezos got in early enough on e-commerce. Uh, and um, Elon Musk got in early enough on electric vehicles. Now, by the way, these guys didn't get in first. They probably didn't even get in 100th. But they got in early enough to see a big rush. I got in early enough in information. I got in early enough in property and real estate. I got in early enough in, in, in the agencies that we have, the podcasting and the content repurposing. I got in early enough in planning and permitted, permitted development conversion projects in Peterborough before they got made a lot harder. So you've got to get in a market early enough to get that upward curve. You know, they often talk about the hockey stick curve where you want that exponential growth. So they're good at riding trends. And, you know, sometimes they miss a few and score one or two, or sometimes it's second or third or fourth go. But you need enough rise in a market. Okay, number four is energy. Now, all the millionaires and billionaires I've met, I've interviewed and I've studied. Because by the way, you know when I say I've interviewed 15 billionaires, correct. I've also interviewed quite a few people who are worth half a billion or um, 400 million or 100 million. So I'm counting all of these in. It's probably 50 of them, maybe more. Now, they have endurance. They have no loss of enthusiasm over a very long time. Now, we all have different types of energy and we're not all shouty and ranty and quick like me, always on... Um, you know, a bit all over the place. It's not, it's not about that high energy. It's consistent energy. They have endurance. And let me repeat, because it's really important. No loss of enthusiasm over a long period of time. So however you keep really good energy, health, exercise, well-being, meditation, mindfulness, and whatever works for you. I'm not going to lecture you on all that stuff, but whatever works for you. I'll tell you what, cold showers, oh they give me lots of energy on something else, which I won't share on this particular episode. All right, the fifth common trait of self-made millionaires and billionaires. Self-education, continual improvement, and it never stops. The learning never stops. They didn't go to school degree and then stop learning. In fact, they started learning once they left the school and got the degree, if they even did it in the first place. And you've all heard the saying, the more you learn, the more you earn. Number six is consistency and persistence. Now, uh, look, people get good results quite quickly sometimes, or they don't get that, that good a result that quick, um, but then they give up or they change or they get disrupted or they get distracted or demotivated or disempowered or whatever. 
um, and they, they lose what they start. And it's like you wouldn't plant a seed and come back the next day and go, well, where's my fucking tree? Scammed. Jack and his freaking beanstalk, my ass! I got screwed, these seeds are shite. No, you wouldn't say that. But people treat their business like that all the time, all the time. So stay consistent and stay persistent. Consistent is doing the same thing, relatively boring over and over again. And persistent is pushing and trying hard at things where you're getting obst obstructed or there's challenges along the way. Okay, number seven is continual solutions to problems. So I put a post in Disruptive Entrepreneur Community yesterday, which says, your reward for solving a problem is a bigger one. <laughs> Should have put a few emojis after that. <laughs> now, naive fantasies that many of us have is that once I've solved this problem, everything will be all right and life will be brilliant. I've loads of passive income and sit on the beach smoking my cigar, drinking pina coladas and everything will be easy. No, it doesn't work like that, unfortunately. I wish it did, but it doesn't. Um, and uh, some people think I'm being negative when I say that your reward for solving a problem is a bigger one. But actually, I think that's positive. It's a bit like stoicism. If you know you're going to die and you accept that you're going to die and then everything else is a bonus, it sounds morbid, but it's actually quite positive and uplifting. And it's the same. If you get rid of the fantasy that once you solve one problem, everything's going to be sweet and easy and you accept the fact you're gonna just be faced with a new challenge and a new challenge, but that challenge is gonna be bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, which means your wealth is gonna be bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and your reach and revenue and impact and income are both gonna be bigger, then you are on to a winner. So let me just check us in where we're at. I speak fast, give you a breather. I'm covering 15 habits of self-made millionaires and billionaires, I've done seven. Uh, no, six, uh, seven which is curiosity, taking full and final personal responsibility, getting in on trends and early-ish market movements, maintaining really good energy, education and continual improvement, consistency and persistence, and then continual solutions to problems. The next eight are gonna be goals, but the fantasy versus the reality. Serving vast numbers of people, partnerships and relationships, sales and marketing, sell for 10 pound, make two pound, Managing your emotions, accepting criticism, multiple streams of income, and avoiding time drains. I'm gonna cover those, but first, I don't know if you know, but I've set up a platform just for my followers, fans, community members, people who listen to my social media, watch my live videos, where I am going to give you probably tens of thousands of pounds worth of content and community a month for a large cup of coffee in terms of cost. So I have a brand new platform called Rob.team. And it is a partner to my Rob Moore Supporter Programme. Uh, and over the last two years, I've built up over 3,000 supporters on Facebook who all pay a few pounds a month and get access to me, WhatsApp groups, ask me anything lives every two weeks, regular masterclass courses, etc. Meetups, discounts, premium content, 10 pieces of premium content a month, etc. Uh, and what I've done now is built an off of Facebook platform called Rob.team. And both are still running because at the moment, Facebook's reach is going down quite a lot. So I'm just um, hedging against that. So if you go to Rob.team right now, go before I carry on finishing this content, you will find on my brand new Rob.team platform that I've uploaded a brand new $500 course called Content Repurposing uh, and Omnipresence Masterclass. You'll find my six-stage, seven-figure launch masterclass course in there. You'll find my six-month business coaching program and my six-month money coaching program. 
you'll find um, you'll, you'll get access for free um, as long as you pay your cup of coffee subscription to the brand new recurring income masterclass and challenge hybrid, a five day masterclass course and challenge all in one, three modules a day for five days. You'll get all of that on an ongoing basis for just the cost of a large cup of coffee per month. So go right now to rob.team, do it now before I carry on uh, and come and join. Now, if you use Facebook a lot, you can see on the rob.team, you've got all the benefits of being in the program there. And then you can either sign up through Facebook or on my own platform. So if you use Facebook a lot, it's quite common for you, join up on Facebook because then you get automatically joined into the um, Rob Moore Supporters Facebook group. If I ever travel to cities, I'll put a message in the Facebook group and 20, 30, 40 of us will often meet up for lunch or dinner. I've done social events with the supporters. I've done one-to-one -one calls. I've probably done 250 one-to-one -one calls. We've got WhatsApp groups with Rob Moore supporters where you get access to me. So it's very much more close access to me and about 3,000 amazing community members and disruptive entrepreneurs. And you'll find on the rob.team, I don't even think you have to put www. in. I think you just put rob.team. And you'll see on that page, you can either, like I said, join through Facebook, or if you're not really using Facebook that much, or you, know, you don't see it being a long-term thing for you, just join on my own platform. You've got the choice there. They're exactly the same, except the Facebook group. Um, but I'll, I'll communicate with you once a week on the rob.team platform of all the upcoming content. I've got a couple of live speaking gigs that I'm coming up and speaking uh, to soon. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to invite like 25 of you and we're going to have lunch um, together at the event and stuff like that. So I really, it's really a community based thing as well as all the things I shared before and ask me anything lives every two weeks, which I don't do in public anymore. So go to rob.team, join up, it'll take you um, it's five pounds a month. I think it's like six dollars. Um, and that is a large coffee at cost of coffee. I know because I drink two of them a day. <laughs> so um, look, I'm really trying to do something big with this program. Um, you're not alone. It's been going for two years. It's nearly 3000 members. There's an amazing community and you'll get loads of benefit. Um, I, I recorded a course called my six stage seven figure launch course. Um, there was 550 people live on that course. I recorded it. It was a paid for course and you get that for free as well. Um, I put lots of my paid for courses in the program, in the rob.team program. So go to rob.team. Do it now. Now, 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 now. Okay, right. So we're going to cover the remaining eight of the 15 habits of self-made millionaires and billionaires. And the eighth one is yes, setting goals, but know the difference between a fantasy and a reality. Because in reality, a goal is a fantasy. I'm going to make a million pounds in a year. But the reality is you're going to have lots of challenges and difficulties and struggles along the way. So millionaires and billionaires, yes, they'll set goals. They will. But they adapt, evolve, change, bob, weave and move through the challenges and changes. They don't give up and they, they're not hell bent on something having to be exact. They move, adapt and evolve. So they, they have a fantasy of a goal, but a reality of dealing and navigating with the struggle and the challenge along the way. And this is an important distinction. And people who teach goal setting do not teach you that stuff. The next one is every billionaire I've met serves 100 million people or a billion people or 2 billion people. And every zero heir I've met serves virtually no one. So if you want to increase your wealth, you need to increase the numbers of people you serve. You need to go from family to community, to county, to country, to continent, to globe, to galaxy. Like um, Elon Musk and Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos, you know, they're trying to take us into other planets. They're trying to build an interplanetary society. One of the um, billionaires I interviewed, Naveen Jain, he's talking about an interplanetary society. So just expand the numbers of people you serve and you'll expand your bank balance as well. 
And this links to the next one, which I think is number 10, nine, whatever. And that is partnerships, relationships, collaborations, joint ventures. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And there's no such thing as self-made, as I say. And if you want scale, you need to build teams. You need software, systems, people, process. You need VAs, PAs, operations, sales, marketing. You need strategy. You need board members. You need a lot of people to build a big organization and make a lot of money. There is no such thing as self-made. You must remember that. Too many people are, oh, I want to be a one-man band. I just want a laptop, lifestyle, live the dream. No stuff. No customers, no problem. No money. <laughs> All right. Uh, sales and marketing. So uh, people are, oh, I want to create an amazing product. I want to change the world. I'm learning how to be the best at what I do. I'm spending so much money on all my certificates and letters after my name. And I can make it no money. Because they don't focus on sales and marketing. Marketing is the fuel. Sales is the engine. No engine, no car. No fuel, no engine, no car. So marketing is generating leads. Sales is converting leads into cash. So sales is the engine because it converts leads into cash. But marketing is, is generating the leads in the first place. So that's the fuel that goes in the engine. And the car can look beautiful. Take the engine out and give it no fuel and it does not work. So you must focus on sales and marketing. Get good at generating leads. Get good at converting leads into sales. Get good at um, improving your sales process, your marketing machine. Um, and then your continual evolution and revolution of um, getting referrals and um, multiple streams of leads and selling to existing customers and creating amazing new products and services and campaigns and launches, etc. Okay, now the next one is if you sell for £10, you've got to make at least £2 profit. Um, and if you think about the saying, turnover is vanity and profit is sanity, make sure you have a sustainable profit margin. And it's not always easy to do. As you get bigger, naturally your profit margin goes down. As you get more bloated, you get more layers. So often when you grow, your margin goes down. Watch it closely. And it's definitely happened to us a few times as well. And you've probably got a sweet spot in your industry where there's a certain amount of turnover. And when you go a lot beyond it, your margin just goes... All right, what we've got next? Managing your emotions, accepting criticism. I'm going to roll these two together. Manage your emotions, master your life. Now, when you run a business... You know, you've got shit going on in the background all the time, but you've got to put your game face on and you've got to be calm under pressure. And you can't leak your emotions out to everyone, your customers, your clients, your staff, when in reality there's a lot of shit going on and it can be quite stressful or you can have personal problems. If you bring your personal problems into your business life, that's a quick fire way to really damage your business, your brand, your reputation. So managing your emotions is counting to 10, breathing in, staying calm, saying nothing when you want to spit venom at people um, and adding to managing the emotions to master your life is managing increasing levels of uh, pressure and stress. And so many of the billionaires I've interviewed and I've got to know, they basically just say that the difference between smart people who don't make a lot of money, like really smart people, but they don't make a lot of money. And millionaires and billionaires is the millionaires and billionaires can hand, handle a much higher level of stress, much higher level of pressure. Um, and, it, uh, you know, there's a saying, new level, new devil. And I said your reward for a problem is a bigger one. So therefore, you basically, the, the more pressure and stress at a higher level with the new devil that you can accept and, and see as normal and not have it trigger you or ruin you, then your income is going to be frictionless. 
your scale is going to be unstoppable. Okay, and this link to the next one, actually, which is accepting criticism. The bigger you get, the more people hate on you. But um, let's say 1% of people hate you. That would be a really low number. Like, I know way more than 1% of people who know me hate me. They hate everything about me. They hate my ginger beard. Now they hate the grey bits on my ginger beard. Ah, they hate my clothes. They hate my face. They hate that I shout and scream. They hate that I'm rich. Whatever. Um, but the point is, if only if 1% of people... Um, you know, want to hate on you, that's one out of a hundred. That's 10 out of a thousand. That's a hundred out of 10,000. That's a thousand out of a hundred thousand. And that's 10,000 out of a million. Like I would not like the thought of 10,000 people hating me, but I know I've got that kind of level, but they don't hate me. They hate um, what they've not done in their life that I remind them of. That's what they hate. But the point is you need to be able to accept criticism. And by the way, sometimes hate isn't hate. It's criticism that you didn't take very well and you turned into hate or you assumed was hate. When in fact it was quite useful feedback if you listen to it. And you learn way more from your failures and your haters and your critics and your trolls. Maybe not so much trolls, but definitely critics and haters. You, you learn a lot more from them than your fans because your fans will be happy no matter what. But even if only 1%, if you want to inspire a million people, that's 10,000 people who are going to hate about you. What's great about you? So you've got to just accept that that's normal. Um, and, and I really admire people who are huge and disruptive um, and there are tens of thousands of people who want to bring them down. It just doesn't seem to bother them. And that's why they are where they are. Uh, and, and if you can't take any criticism, that is naturally holding you back. And that is common with every single billionaire, every single one. They've transcended other people's opinions of them. What someone else thinks of you is none of your business. The next one is multiple income streams. Every millionaire has between three and nine income streams, probably on average around about five. You can do your own research, but definitely more than one. Elon Musk has more than one company. Warren Buffett makes you know, more than one investment. They have speaker income and brand and endorsement related income, as well as the you know, dividend related income and the profit related income. And so um, you need to build more than one income stream. Don't do it all at once. You probably um, want to observe my 70-20-10 model for building income streams and you can, um, you can consume some more of my content to find out what that is. But if you're a bit overwhelmed, if you've got zero income streams or you're trying to do five and you're actually getting no money, then um, make sure you just subscribe to my Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast um, uh, and take a listen of one of, I think I've done nearly 700 episodes now. Woo! On the Disruptive Entrepreneur. This is actually going on the money podcast because it's all about money, the 15 habits of self-made millionaires and billionaires. So um, to increase your multiple streams of income is to reduce your risk because you're not reliant on one income stream. You increase your flow and the volume and the diversification of your income streams by having multiple income streams. And then the last one is avoiding time drains. They are ruthless at time management, these billionaires. They will not do anything that's not worth their time. They have systems and software and processes and people in the way. They have gatekeepers. And they will not do anything that is not a high priority. Do you know your key result areas? Do you know your income generating tasks? Are you saying no to the wrong things? Are you only saying yes to the things that move the needle the most for you, that move you towards a greater vision and strategy or make you the greatest level of income? Get rid of complaining, moaning, justifying, defending, arguing, debating, bitching, moaning, whining. Get rid of all of that. And people who draw you into all of that, get rid of them as well. And that's what highly successful people do. There we go. Thanks for tuning in. You're all legends. And finally, before you go, don't go anywhere unless you've gone to rob.team. 
if you would like to join my recurring income masterclass course and challenge and get it for free. Five days, three modules a day worth of content on how to build 15 different recurring income streams, make sure you go to rob.team because that's the only place that you can get it. If you would like my brand new Increase Your Fees with Ease book when it's finished, my six day seven figure launch course that, were, that had 550 people paid for, go to rob.team. If you'd like the chance to meet up with me, maybe go out for lunch or dinner, a, a meetup um, when I'm in your town or city next time, then Jill, uh, go to rob.team and either join up on Facebook or my rob.team platform, as well as ask me anything live, potential to have a one-to-one -one call with me and join a WhatsApp group with me and all other hosts of um, Amazing Benefit. It's all just for a large cup of coffee a month, five pounds or, you know, might be six odd dollars or whatever per month can cancel anytime. We have this little hashtag, hashtag supporters for life because most people who join stay for life. Um, amazing community as well. So I'll see you right now at rob.team. I don't even think you have to put the www dot in. I think you could just put in rob.team. And remember this, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. And I also want to say wherever we have found each other, however we have crossed paths, I'm so grateful to you. Um, we have a lot to be grateful for. There's a lot of shit going on in the world. And thankfully, we're still breathing, we're still kicking and we're still screaming. Really appreciate you. Go to rob.team right now.